Well, aren't you special for coming back to another episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher? I'm Lou Gerlach with Think Chat, and welcome to confession number 98. It is our final session of our club for getting personal with inquiry learning by Kath Murdoch. The session leads out with a bang by looking at resources that make personal inquiry manageable. Now, a big thanks goes out to Bhavna Matthew for being our moderator this week. As usual, Bhavna brought her a game. She posed some deep questions for us to ponder. and We used a visible thinking routine to extend and synthesize our ideas. What a great way to end our book club. Now, let's look at how we're going to make this process manageable. Most authors leave the back of the book for the bibliography, endless amount of templates that we don't know what it connects to at the beginning of the book, and generally a menagerie of goodies that seem overwhelming. And to be honest, I never look at them. Eek! I shouldn't have admitted that on a podcast. Not Kath. She provided us with some purpose and context and reminders when curating our material. So let's look at some of her ideas. The librarian and library spaces. The library can be a valuable tool when getting learners to engage with personal inquiries. The space is no longer a stagnant place of informational retrieval. Now library spaces have morphed into a communal space that's dynamic and often driven by collaboration. Teacher librarians have morphed their roles to meet the demands of that learning space design. And Kath reminds us, school librarians can assist enormously with ensuring that the physical, digital, and human resources are available to all learners and that the library or resource center is not seen just as a place for knowledge consumption, but also knowledge creation. Like the art and music studio or tech lab in a school, the library might be made available during the personal inquiry projects, meaning learners have more access to diverse spaces in which to work on their projects and can tap into the expertise of the librarian. Don't be afraid to partner with your librarian because they are passionate and knowledgeable about texts that will support personal inquiries. Research. When we have our learners begin their personal inquiry, Kath warns that many educators feel that they need to get everyone on, a on this road to conduct research. The internet is just one form of research that we can conduct. Yet there are a lot of YouTube videos that are out there and that are useful, but we want our learners to create on their own. And Kath warns different kinds of inquiries require different resources, physical, digital, local, and human. How are we preparing our units with this in mind? Here's a suggestion that Kath provides that I think might take the pressure off in finding authentic research. Many personal inquiries, she states, we that we have taken on in my partner schools have involved learners in conducting surveys and interviews, the data from which became their main source of information. For creative making projects, it can be helpful to make learners aware of the materials, resources available in the learning spaces so they can pitch their ideas accordingly. So let's not make it more complicated than it has to be. 
human resources. Out of all of her suggestions, this resource resonated with me the most. Ugh. Kath reminds us that within our communities, we can build a resource bank of experts to contact for personal inquiries, creating what is often referred to as a human library, a way of bringing people's stories to the public in a safe and supportive way. The emphasis being to challenge stereotypes and champion diversity. Human libraries are held at events around the world where people are the books. My goodness, who can be part of your human library? We might include parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, educators, leadership staff, and older students. When we are curating the human library, Kath presents some talking stems that will spark the conversations and help to dig deeper into that human story. Here are some of those prompts. I know quite a lot about, I have a passion for. I'd be happy for you to ask me about. Some skills I have that I could show are, I could help you learn too. I could help you learn about. I can show you how to. I've had a lot of experience with, I know how to. Very simple, tangible, prompts that we can provide those that are sharing their human experiences. Now let's get down to the tangible resources that she's talking about, right? As always, Kath has left us with a lot of resources that we can explore on our own to deepen our practice and be sure to take a look at them. The way that these are organized, I'll definitely take a noodle, to be honest, instead of just having a laundry list that goes on for days. Okay. Um, oh, Snap, I didn't say that. Okay, so page 164 to 65, there's a thoughtfully curated list of digital resources to inspire and model personal inquiry, provoke curiosity and wonder, to teach research skills, and tools to support searching for topics with our younger learners. Pretty awesome to me. Page 166, there's an extensive list of literature to stimulate wonder and inspire personal interests and passions within our lessons. Hey, not bad for me. Page 167 to 70 is a reference guide of books, documents, and web pages for further reading and development. And page 171 to 72 is a personal reflection from Kath on her personal inquiry process for writing this book and her final thoughts. And as I was talking with my peers and the breakout room talking about this section, I shared that even the resources section of this book has a purpose and inspired inquiry. This speaks to Cass' passion for her work and helping us to improve our own. Ah, oh, friends, be sure this, this journey is not over. To join for the next episode as I tie in some of these big ideas together to create an action plan for you. Let's synthesize and try to create. I love it, don't you? I do. So see you next time. Have fun.